Welcome back to another episode of the Cast Patrol Podcast. We're privileged to be joined by another special guest this week. We got Campbell Graham, South Sydney Centre, and as tall as anything. How are we today, Campbell? Yeah, I'm great, mate. Thanks for having me. Age, how about you kick things off with the first question? Since you I two went to school will. together, we did go to school we together, do. so it's good to see Campbell. How's the preseason going so far? Yeah, it's good, mate. Um, it's always tough. Um, yeah, but obviously. Uh, it was a little bit of a shorter preseason for myself coming back from tour. Um, well deserved. Thanks, mate. Yeah, it was a good little break over there as well afterwards. So, um, yeah, I was pretty hungry to get back in, to be honest, at the back end of my little trip over there. But um, the boys are firing now, and it's good to sort of stop um, stop the intense training and start focus on uh, how we want to play and, um, and, yeah, how we want to look this year. Perfect. Love it. Any boot camps or anything so far? Yeah, had um, JD through a spanner in the works. Uh, a few of us weren't meant to be back till the 5th of January, but uh, he, he sort of he just sort of messaged and said, oh, it'd be really great if you could um, rock up to army camp. So, wow. um, yeah, a few of us from the World Cup had a nice surprise. And uh, it was good, though. You know, they're, they're, they are as hard as they are there. I do think they're worthwhile. And, um, yeah, it's all about sort of bonding and, and bringing the team together. So, yeah, What were some of the crazy things they got you doing at boot camp? Um, yeah, I'd, so basically we um, it was pretty cool actually. It wasn't like um, any of the other army camps I'd done previously. Um, basically because we're moving from Redfern as our base facility to Heffern, the new facility in Heffern, uh, Bonnerong Road, we um, JD sort of come up with a concept and we didn't know about it um, till the night. Uh, we got to Redfern at 6 p.m., got put into teams, took down um, little pieces of history and uh, memorabilia off the walls at Redfern, put them into all these boxes. And as in our teams, you had to carry these heavy boxes around all the junior clubs around South Sydney. Um, yeah, you know, being a South junior myself, it was, it was pretty cool to go back to, um, I suppose, where it all started for myself. But I think it was also cool for boys who weren't South juniors to sort of get an understanding of what the club was about. Um, and we did obviously sort of a lot of hard shit when we when we'd stop at these clubs and um, yeah started at six pm and we got to Heffron at like nine thirty am so um, yeah it was it was juicy that's full on yeah, <laughs> that's full on. on and you were down in Melbourne recently training with the Richmond Tigers how was that yeah that was um, that was really cool yeah. um, from a cultural point of view in terms of um, the code switch it, it was cool to see as well. Um, and just as a club, Richmond Footy Club, I, to be honest, I'm not an AFL fan, so I haven't really followed, yeah. um, you know, AFL too much over the last few years. But I didn't realise how successful Richmond were mm, yeah. recently as an AFL club, and um, I can see why they're successful. To be honest, uh, you know, culturally they're so connected and they're very player driven. It, it's really cool to see, and um, the boys that went down there, we really took a lot out of it, um, and also just seeing how they train AFL athletes is absolutely wild like we watched one of their juicy sessions and <laughs> it was tough like we're just watching them and they a just go flat stick heaps yeah yeah they, they clock k's in games and they're they're all so fit they were doing these sort of conditioning drills quite similar to what we do but they were flying they were, they were doing much quicker than the pace we set someone come over and like tap you on the shoulder and be like hey mate well we gotta get you over to afl yeah <laughs> six. a few whispers of that um, <laughs> then when i saw their i saw their con their conditioning sessions i didn't want to borrow it so <laughs> happy and leave. do you think any of the south boys could uh make it in regular league we saw latrell mitchell kicking oh. some banana kicks from the sideline but yeah in, a, in afl um yeah Trell. i don't know if he'd like the conditioning side of it either, <laughs> but, um 
Yeah, I'm trying to think. You'd be a pretty good forward, I reckon. Yeah. You just sit in the Cookie pocket in the and just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably, I'd just say anyone would probably be a late taff, he's a little whipper. Really? So yeah, he's he's the fittest. motor on him as well. Yeah, he's the fittest in our club. Oh, so wow, there you go. Um, yeah, he's been killing it this preseason. So if I had to say anyone. Yeah, probably my boy, Blake Taff. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Um, so all our South fans listening want to know, and Supercoach fans, are you playing on the left side or the right side this year? Yeah, um, my whole preseason I've been on the right side. So um, just locking down that side combination with uh, Lockie and Keon and um, Isaac's been tra- Isaac Thompson's been training there a fair bit. So um, obviously we've got trials coming up, Charity Shields. So you'll probably get a better look at how the team's looking for round one in the trial. Um but yeah, um, right side, I'll probably stay. You must feel pretty like confident with uh, Keon when you're inside there. <laughs> yeah. Big, big bopper to save you a few times. Yeah, he's um, he's huge for us. I think like, every season he's just been getting better and better. And I thought he was probably Tongs, if he wasn't their best player, he was one of their best players in the World Cup. So um, yeah, and he's, he's really sort of becoming a leader of our pack as well uh, in our forwards. He's uh, it's good to have him there. It's, it's fun to defend next to him. So it's good. And is it, the is it a hard transition moving from like left side to, to the right side? Or? Uh, yeah, it is. It's pretty, it is a little bit of a, if you haven't played much yeah. of um, the other side, it, it is quite tough. Um, I got switched around a little bit last year yeah. and the transition wasn't too bad because I'd played left wing before uh, in my career and a little bit of left center as well. So um, it is sort of, a little bit difficult once you get used to playing a certain side of the field. Yeah. But in saying that, um, the NRL level, you know, a lot of boys are comfortable playing both sides. So um, it's just about adjusting. And probably the biggest thing with that is just working out combinations. Yeah. Uh, you get quite used to playing off the people that you play off the back of each and every week. So that's probably the biggest adjustment you need to make is just um, the boys inside and outside, yeah. Yeah. And is it because you're a right-hand carrier, you fend with your left, does that help? Yeah, or? definitely. Um, that's definitely, a, you know, a factor is um, yeah, just having that com- comfortability, just having yeah. it in the right-hand carry. But obviously, NRL level, you gotta you got to be able to do both. So, um, yeah. 100%. So let's take it back to your, your early days, your junior days and your high school days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you're the biggest, the tallest, fastest, probably the strongest in high school. How come you were never a cocky cunt? <laughs> how'd you um, keep level-headed yeah i don't know if i was the fastest um but i'll take the other the other three but <laughs> yeah, yeah i did have a long legs. yeah um yeah i i don't know i think i think it was my mates that kept me pretty humble to be yeah. honest um you know i've got a good group of mates that you know pretty yeah. well as well and um you know if you've ever been cocky they'd probably let you know about it straight yeah, away exactly. so um yeah and again it wasn't for me it wasn't ever about you know, showing off or thinking yeah. how good I was. It was, you know, just about enjoying my footy. And um, obviously I was quite competitive when it came to footy and I just loved, you know, once I started playing junior reps, I just loved everything it was about. So, and for most of that time I was playing with my mates. So, exactly. um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I suppose it's just, for me, I, I never wanted to be someone who was louder than what my actions were. Um, yeah. I sort of just wanted my actions to, if I got the praise and I got the praise, otherwise, you know, I just, Wanted to see how, how good I could go. And, um, yeah, I never wanted to sort of be louder than I needed to be. Yeah, actions yeah. do speak louder than words. I yeah. like that answer. 100%. Um, obviously, you two went to school together and you yeah. played through the South Junior system together. Yeah. Age every week on the podcast always says how good and talented he was at our rugby league. <laughs> can, you, can you confirm 
his yeah. theories. Because um, he says he was the next big thing. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the age of 12 is probably the next big thing. 100%. But I don't, I don't know if he's grown since. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen him at 12. It's literally half the size. <laughs> <laughs> but the coaches did say I was better than Dean Hawkins. So oh, I'm taking that to my grave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, do say, you do say that a lot. Eh? You like to bring that up. Dean will be burning right yeah. now. Oh. <laughs> Even when Sorry, Dino Dave. made his debut, he's like, I should have been out there. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I remember he was quite good at touch. I'll give him that. He was a good touch yeah. player. But he just never grew. Yeah. <laughs> that was his only drama. Yeah, that's the only problem. <laughs> um, so my, the fans want to know we put, put out questions like what do you want to ask Campbell and one yeah. fan asks why do you have a last name as a first name and a first name as a last name yeah that causes me a bit of drama <laughs> <laughs> just like a lot of people when I tell them my name whether it's you know a receptionist or whatever they always assume it's the other way around but yeah I don't know you have to ask my my parents that. My middle name's <laughs> Wallace and that was going to be my first name. So I'm grateful Wallace. that I've got Campbell because Wallace is terrible. Yeah. Wallace Graham. Yeah. 100%. We're no, lucky just... they didn't say Graham Graham. That would have yeah, been that really nightmare. Not yeah. the double. <laughs> uh, so you've also, I know you're a massive Dragons fan still to this day. What, what's going on with it's your cut. Dragons? Cut. <laughs> um, yeah, I did have a soft spot for Dragons. It's funny, I was come full circle. Um, Benny Hornby's our assistant coach and I loved, I loved, um, you know, sort of that team coming through. I did have soft spots for South, soft spot for South, but yeah. um, you know, when they were successful, I used to love watching them play, and um, I used to love Brett Morris as well. I remember, um, but yeah, um, you know, they're obviously, I suppose, just trying to find, um, you know, what works for them, and um, I think they, I think they looked good at parts throughout the year, and yeah. um, you know, they're sort of got you know a few young lads and um they've had a couple off-field dramas that you know yeah, doesn't the really help did not help at all. yeah and now um stuff. you know they're trying to juggle out uh figure out what they're going to do with their halves and stuff like that but um yeah i mean you know i, I i've seen teams you know turn it around with one preseason. like look at the cowboys last year um yeah so i mean you just never know yeah. you never know what what can happen but um yeah i suppose we'll have to wait and see charity shield yeah. Have they come um, knocking on the door at all, the Dragons? No, nah, I've never never looked, um, to be fair, I've never looked outside of Redfern. So. Why would you? It's <laughs> <laughs> good to hear, Sassel. Well, thank God. Jesus. Well, other than, fo- other than footy, we know you used to play soccer when yeah, you were younger yeah. for the Mascot Kings. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you pursue a career in soccer? Um, yeah, I, I played. Yeah, I did play <laughs> soccer till I was about nine and um, – Everyone in my primary school, my mates and my cousin, my older cousin who had I looked up to growing up, me and my brother looked up to growing up, was playing footy and um, me and my brother just thought we'd give it a crack and yeah. we're playing both for a little bit. And yeah. then uh, I turned around to my dad one day and said, oh, I think I just want to play footy because, um, you know, he was sick of driving me to, to you know, trainings three times a week and then two, <laughs> two games on the weekend. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think he was hoping I'd stick with soccer, but um, yeah, uh, I, I chose footy, and uh, you know he's he's a huge fan now. He watches like he watches more footy than I do, so yeah. it's pretty cool. What position did you play? Uh, you I was like a striker. Yeah, I was like, striker. Oh, Could have been like next Ronaldo with a header, <laughs> yeah. like Owen or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but look, let's go. Let's go to your debut. Everyone, yeah. everyone's heard roughly the story. You were studying for your HSC trials. Yeah. Get the call from Madge. Yeah. What did Madge sort of say to you and how did he tell you that you were playing NRL for the first time? Yeah, well, um, as Adrian can probably tell you, I wasn't a genius at school. So yeah, so I had 
trial HSC exams. I don't know if I was studying, but I was probably just cruising. <laughs> and then, um, I got a yeah. I remember I got a call from Madge. I'd done a couple captains runs with the team, um, and Madge had always said, you know, if you're if you're good enough, you're old enough. Um, as you can probably tell, the Tigers he's got a lot of faith in young players, which is um, you know great credit to him. Um, so. Yeah, I got the call and he said um, Robert Jennings hurt his knee in captain's run and that I would be in. I was meant to play 20s that night against the Dragons and, um, yeah, he just said, you'll be playing first grade. So, and he said, are you ready? And I said, yeah, I think so. And I remember hanging up the phone. I was literally, like, shaking. I was, I was that nervous. Um, told my mum and dad and then, um, yeah, let a few of the boys know. And um, I copped a few phone calls from senior players at the time, like Sam, Sutt, um, sort of just to say that they had backed me and um, they were keen to get out there and um, yeah, the rest is history. Do you remember one of your first runs of the game and you, you popped out and you just got drilled? Yeah. <laughs> like first, like yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your mindset at that time? Well, to be fair, like I, I knew, I knew that, that I was expecting that, you know, it was first grade and, um, you know, I, I knew that it was going to be tough and I knew that they were coming for me. They were, um, you know, spraying me. Um, from the get-go and I remember they kept Gareth Widdop, I think it was just kept putting it up into my corner um <laughs> but you know I thought every every sort of catch and carry that I had I just grew with confidence and um you know I had constant support from the boys playing I, mean, I was playing outside Hommel Hunt and um you know the boys were just talking to me through the whole game and um yeah and and you know I suppose I, after the first couple of shots I was like yeah this isn't too bad yeah. I, can, I can handle this and, yeah and then um yeah, and then before I knew it, it was nearly full time, and Brian Goodwin scored in the corner, and Reno kicked the goal to seal it. How good is that? I was yeah. I was at that game and just like watching was like, yes, thank thank God, someone I know yeah. <laughs> played I knew it eventually yeah. happened. And obviously, after the game, all the boys like Macca and all that. Yeah, yeah. Just all embraced. I was like, that that's the shot. That's no, the it was shot. cool. Yeah, it was really cool to have um, you know a big crew of support out there, and um, yeah, it's obviously a night that I won't forget. What moment did you realize that like you're an actual NRL player? Like, when did you feel like? Yeah, um, yeah. To be fair, I, I probably didn't feel like I'd cemented a place in first grade or or really earned a place in first grade until the end of 2018 season. Um, that was your second season, right? That was my second season. Yeah. So I debuted in 17, played the last five games, and um, I remember not really. I felt like I was sort of borrowing the jersey, to be honest, in tw 2017, and. Um, you know, I remember the 2018 season, pre-season, Richie Kenner had a really strong pre-season and he, um, I got injured in the first trial against Wigan and Richie started the season and he started really well. He was scoring for fun, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was yeah. killing it. Um, yeah, um, and then I was on the sidelines for about six weeks and then came back and played a bit of cup and then, um, you know, as footy goes, Richie got injured and I got an opportunity and... Um, yeah, I ended up being able to cement that spot and probably after that season was when, you know, I felt like it was my spot to lose from then on. Yeah, definitely. You haven't looked back since. That is well and truly locked up right now. And then was that with was that with Madge? Um, that was Seves, 2018. Seves, okay. Yeah. And did he just instill the confidence from you saying, come yeah. in, just do a job? Yeah, I think that 2018 preseason and season was huge for me. Um, I really enjoyed my time under Seves. Um, we had a good relationship and he was very honest with me and um, pushed me and um, by saying that he installed a lot of belief into me and yeah and then um, obviously had Wayne for three years after that and JD now so good. How, how was it playing under Wayne? 
yeah, about was, three years and sort of the influence that he had on your game. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, obviously, when Wayne signed with the club, that was my third coach in my first three years. So yeah. I was a little bit sort of not frustrated, but I was like, all right, I sort of need to earn my stripes again yeah. um, with Wayne coming in. So, um, But I was very surprised with how he approaches footy and how he approaches life. And um, I, I learned just as much away from footy um, – from Wayne than I did at footy, um, which in turn helps your footy, I reckon. So in terms of tactical side of things, JD ran a lot of it um, while Wayne was there and that's probably made the transition so smooth for JD taking over. Out of, out of um, obviously, Seabold is a smart man and Madge has his differing tactics to fire the boys up. Anything you can recall out of those two that sort of sparked a locker room moment? Because we spoke with Paul Card and he was saying Madge used to bring a baseball bat to camp. Yeah. There was a snake at one point. Yeah, Did you have yeah. any runnings like that? Um, no, definitely definitely a few blowouts from Madge. Uh, but to be fair, I only caught Madge, um, you know, the last five games yeah. that he was at South. So um, I never experienced any proper blowups. And I think when I'd come into the – um team the season we you know the top eight was probably just out of reach for yeah. us so um i wouldn't say he sort of given up but it was just sort of like the pressure was off yeah mm. you know we we sort of weren't in cruise control but um you know there wasn't that um pressure to yeah. make finals and whatnot so um my time under madge you know there was definitely a couple blasts but nothing like that seems you know, had his moments of blast, but he was all, it was usually very level headed. He was, yeah. it was pretty cool, calm and collected and, um, you know, very sort of structure based and, um, yeah, but enjoyed my time with both. What about Wayne? Is it, what's the blow offs like with Wayne? Was there, was there yeah, much from Wayne? Or? Sometimes you're, you're trying not to laugh and Wayne. <laughs> um, no, he's, again, he's usually the one who tried to keep cool and JD would come in and yeah. give us a rocket if we needed it. But, um, yeah, Wayne, Wayne sort of gets pretty animated when he's angry and gets the hands going. So, um, no, nah, but he, he um, he's pretty he's a pretty calm guy as well, actually. Yeah. Because as soon as Wayne Bennett sort of came in, there was that transition with Seaball where we had a really good year mate to prelims. And uh-huh. then Wayne came in and sort of – we had that 12 in a row period at the start and just you sort of just see the influence of Wayne straight away like that. Is he that influential on and off the field where to the point yeah. where you're sort of mesmerised? Yeah, I think um, – you know, one thing about Wayne is he gets you to a point where you you just want to perform for him as well. Like mm-hmm. he, um, you know, he he he's great at getting the best out of. I know probably heard it a million times, but he gets the best out of players, and um, you know, he's very focused on getting your head right and um, sort of getting you in a great mental space to to perform. Um, you know, it's one of his sayings is you don't have to feel good to play good, and it's just about turning up and. Um, you know, just doing what you can do for the team and putting your best effort in. So, yeah. Uh, let's get into it. I don't want to bring it up, but the, the NRL 2021 season. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're looking shaky in the middle. We lost yeah. two times by 50. Yeah. Panthers and Storm. Yeah. What was the mindset at the time? Were the boys, like, still a bit confident because we had a lot of outs yeah. at the time? Yeah. I think um, this is another great thing about Wayne. This is, you know, just his stroke of genius was after – um, you know, that big loss against Penrith, the Melbourne one, you know, we had a pretty pretty um, big list of players missing. So not to, you know, make excuses mm. or anything, but, um, you know, when we lost to Penrith one, that was probably more alarming to us. Um, but after that game, Wayne sort of just cleared it. He's, 
you know, brush review and um, came in and actually, um, yeah, got pretty animated and <laughs> made the place laugh. It was, it was good. And, and just from that day, we just wiped that from our memory and we knew we had to be better and we, yeah. we obviously knew where we needed to be better. Um, and then from then, you know, we, we sort of went on a run from there all the way to the GF. Yeah, it's so left field, but it's genius. Yeah. Just brush over it, nothing happened. Everyone yeah. knows they got drilled. Yeah. They can be better. You say yeah. you say animated, but reports say he did a bit of a strip tease in the shed. Confirmed the night. Wink down the barrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was um, yeah, very, very uh. animated. <laughs> <laughs> and then week one of finals, we just got over Penrith. That would have been a great feeling, finally getting over them. Yeah, that was um, yeah, that was one of the most satisfying wins that I've had in my career. Um, up in Townsville, I remember it was as it is, just steaming hot up there, and um, just little effort areas in that game where we were just turning up for each other. And I remember Wayne before the game made it clear that there wasn't a fallback option for us. That this was the game that we had mm. to win. You know, previous years we got to the prelim and. We'd lost that first yeah. game in the Had top four. security one. blanket. Yeah. yeah. So um, he said, no, this is this is a game we need to win if we're going to win a comp. And um, I remember the feeling after that game was just belief that, you know, we were going to do it. So, um, yeah. Yeah. We really had a good feeling as well. <laughs> yeah. But then we'll talk about the grand final now. Yeah. So what are your most fondest memories of the, the game? grand final? Yeah, I think, I think just um, – Probably just of the game itself, just sort of running out to that um, atmosphere and, and singing the national anthem. I remember um, obviously my family couldn't be up there because of the COVID restrictions, but my sister lives in Queensland. She was able to come to the game and my partner at the time was there. So um, just seeing, you know, people that have supported you for so long and, um, you know, helped you get to that point and, that, you know, care for you outside of footy there yeah. on such a big occasion. Um yeah, it was it was unreal. It was really cool. But to, I think the other thing that was so great about, you know, running out and experience that was we've become such a close-knit crew that season because we had to go up to Queensland and bubble together. So yeah. And obviously we were playing great footy um, while we were up there. And I remember that that group was very tight and, um, you know, just running out to a GF together was, was unreal. 100%. And what's it actually like for those at home? walking out or just playing with a stadium just screaming at you how yeah. do you describe it yeah it's um it's pretty wild like you you run out and you you're just like obviously pumped full of adrenaline and um you know can't really sort of hear the person next to you and <laughs> you're screaming at them so um it is pretty wild but then it's sort of just like a thing you just sort of have to flick that off and um just focus on doing your job and um treating it like an, a game of footy if you can and um yeah, but if anything, it just it just gets you more excited and um, gives yeah. you that extra burst of energy. Well, 2021 was obviously a big year for yourself as well. Getting called up to the New South Wales squad, how, yeah. how was that? Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, it's a great experience for me. Uh, I think I took a lot out of it. Mm. Um, you know, I probably um, gave me a bit of belief in myself as well. Um, and I was able to take a lot of confidence out of it. Um, it was pretty cool that the two games I went in, into were, you know, huge wins for New South Wales. Mm. And, um, yeah, it was just great to experience what Origins – obviously I didn't get out in the field, but just to experience what Origin camps are all about, yeah. uh, the bonding sessions and, um, you know, the quality of training. Uh, yeah, it was mad. Yeah. Was there anyone – obviously you play against them every single week. Was there anyone at camp that took you by surprise? You go, oh, I wasn't expecting you to be like that. I thought you were like this grub on the field and <laughs> you're one of the nicest blokes off field. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Trying to think, they they all they all are really good blokes. Um, Junior Paulo's a you know, he's a yeah he's a sweet man. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's a loving man. Yeah, no, he took me by surprise. Obviously, he's um, on the field. He's playing yeah. forward. He's got to be tough yeah. through the middle. Yeah, so intimidating. He's a scary he's looking man. Um, but yeah, no, he's, he's he's yeah very friendly. So did you get to room with anyone in New South Wales camp? Uh, yeah, only I roomed with um Keon. He oh, coming yeah. he coming okay. again. Yeah, so yeah, yeah my boy Key. Um, all right, so obviously we've gone past the heartbreak of 2021, but yeah. we've got to touch just a little bit more on it. When AJ scores that try in the mm. corner and Reynolds is lining up for the kick, yeah. obviously as South fans, we're going, please. Just, He's just like, He's just good lot, side. Yeah. Just Losses lot of, for Brecky. Was, yeah. was there anything going through your head that you can remember or it's just a blur like? Yeah, I, no, I remember that last you know little period quite well. I remember um, Thinking the same sort of thing, like oh, I back him to kick this, um, but then yeah. in saying that, when he missed it, I also still backed him to get it. You know, you only need to get him just over the fifty from a slotted two point field goal. So got a boot on him. Yeah. So um, you know, uh, obviously once he missed it, I was still had a bit of hope. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can just look at other little moments in that game. Cam goes through, and um, you know, with seconds to go, and we almost score another try. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's tough to look back on, but yeah, it's footy. 100%. Well, for 2022 season, the following year, for me personally, I think that was your best season in the NRL so far. Maybe a bit biased since I had you in Supercoach, so I was <laughs> riding you home each week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, was that a revenge tour for Campbell going, hey, we lost the grand final. I'm, a, I'm just as hungry this year for it? Yeah, I think so. I think obviously um, our right edge changed a little bit. That Obviously, we had Jaden Sewer. Um, and Renault was, yep. was on the right edge in 21, and then uh, 22 was Keon and Lockie. So, and who was your winger in the uh, grand final? In the GF, it was Jackson Paulo. Yeah, Paulo. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, so the whole right edge pretty much changed. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was, I suppose, for me, and JD put me into the leadership group um, last year, and um, that was sort of like a trigger for me to – you know, start thinking about the influence I can have on the team and, um, you know, I'm not much of a talker, but, um, you know, just leading through actions and um, doing just doing my, sounds cliche, but just doing my role to the best of my ability for the team and, um, you know, putting a, having a real team first mentality. So, um, yeah, I was, I was very hungry last year and still am. So, um, yeah, I'm going to look to continue that. Well, no doubt you're probably one of the best centres in the game at the moment. Are there any centres that you come up against that you think like, well, like? Yeah. Um, there's obviously a fair few out there. Yeah. Um, Singing off the top of my head. Um, you got Valentine Holmes. Or that you just hate opposing all against. Stags, all of, yeah, yeah. So mine is, I'm just trying to think of boys oh, yeah. that I actually oppose. Yeah. Um, so Olam, Olam, I oppose Olam when we burst Melbourne and, I'm usually pretty sore after that. <laughs> but yeah, he Some goes nugget. he goes hard. Um, but there's obviously there's plenty um, that you know I've had battles with. But yeah, Justin Olam. Um, yeah, I'm always strapping my shoulders for that one. It's fun. He's, he's a tough runner of the ball. I remember yeah. Angel telling me a story back in the high school days when you were still at school playing, and you're playing para that week, and you're on the wing against Semi Rajadra. Oh, yeah. oh, all the boys are getting into him. Semi's gonna yeah. steamroll him. Yeah, I had a mad intro. So I think it's Rod Raja, Fox, Brett Morris, Jason Nightingale. So oh, all yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good fun. Dream run. Yeah. 
so we know you have plenty of nicknames, Campbell. Yeah. You got Herb, yeah. Stretch, yeah. Serial Killer. <laughs> Which one do you like the best? Uh, Stretch is stuck the most. Yeah. Herb's for probably OGs that um, you know knew, knew me when I was younger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now it's it's stretches. You know, I, don't, I hardly hear my name. My name being called is just stretch from stretch, now on. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, I got the odd serial killer too, which Fletcher Hindy. You know, it's all good. Yeah. So it's what, stuff. what is your count? Uh, um, like how no, many have you that's killed? Classified. That's classified. <laughs> <laughs> just give us over under two and a half. Yeah, well. <laughs> how, how did that come about? Was that just Fletcher Hindy? Just yeah, brought- yeah, just literally that segment that oh, really? you've probably all seen. But <laughs> yeah, I remember because I was just. Obviously, new into Origin Camp, so I was, yeah. wasn't really getting much interview time. Uh, so I was, just there, <laughs> I was sitting there by, by myself while all the boys were getting interviewed, and uh, I remember they kept looking over at me, and like the boys would look over that they were interviewing, and they'd sort of start laughing. I was like, I'm definitely getting fucking stitched up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Well, there's plenty more stitch ups coming because uh, age every week goes on about Paul Alamotti, a Bulldogs uh, up and coming star. Apparently, he's got the biggest chest in the NRL. But is that right? I, I, That's right, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> You're up there in top three. What's what's your bench? What's your, what's your um, biggest bench? My best bench. Uh, hasn't uh, recently. It's, I've got a bung shoulder, but my best bench probably 155 for one. Oh, wow. um, Holy shit! What about sets? Jeez. No, what? How many? Ten. Just say ten. Ten reps. Uh, I used to be able to bang out. Close to one fifteen for ten. Jesus that was crazy. Christ. Jeez. That was Shit. yeah, but I'm I'm not at that anymore. Yeah, I used to only have a big chest and just had nothing else. You literally had the biggest chest ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, I know. I <laughs> I'm a... scared to see how big it is now. <laughs> well, we won't be doing that on this podcast. Maybe uh, after. <laughs> definitely after. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. there's a few obviously good looking players at South, including yourself. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Who would you say is the best looking player at South? Best looking. Player at South, um, fuck, there isn't many. I don't. Know. <laughs> what about um, Pete Mamo. Sure Pete Mamo. Pete, Pete Mamo does get a run. He's um, and he's packing heat too. <laughs> he, he That's what we yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Cam Murray. Um, Cam Murray's obviously got the rig. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, he, he's 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 a snack. But I'll, I'll give credit to my boy Lockie Elias too. He dresses well. His his missus dresses him, but <laughs> she dresses him well. So yeah, um, yeah. I'd probably say they're my top three. Is but, is there anyone that they're not the prettiest looking, but they think they are. Like they're always in the hair, Love in the themselves. mirror. Always in front of the mirror. Yeah, doing their hair. Try, um, trying to wacky gets a run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably up there. But um, probably uh, if anyone, Joy Arrow, yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he thinks he's, yeah, thinks he's, uh, thinks he's a snack. But <laughs> no, he does do pretty well for himself, Jaiza. Out of the single boys, does anyone stand above the rest on a night out? Does anyone, uh, besides yourself, obviously. <laughs> I've never heard of you, but not... Yeah. In terms of bullying. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably Liam Knight gives it the best crack. He's just all, just all effort. He's a good looking <laughs> man as well, but yeah, I've, I've seen him in action um, on a night out and he's a, yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> I've he's, seen him down at the pad a few yeah, times. And um, yeah, nothing's off limits. He's, he's all in, yeah. Uh, oh, love it. Uh, also, like we talked about some key players you played with, obviously Cameron Murray, Sam Burgess, Latrell Mitchell, Greg mm. Inglis. Is anyone stands out and what's it like playing with such South legends? Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, Sam Sutton, Greg were the big ones when I'd come into the club and playing with them was surreal. Um, you know, running out was superstars that I idolised growing up was crazy. Um, and they all offered, you know, different things. 
um, Sam was just that aggression and intensity. Greg was obviously a superstar and um, Sato was just that uh, probably just the personality um, that was just great to be around. Just a top bloke. He loves young lads as well. Like yeah. he's so good at he's so good at um, bringing young lads in and, and making them feel comfortable. That's why I think he's you know, so suited to that SG ball coach. He's just really a good, a good mentor. For he the is. Young lads. He's great. Mm. Um, you know, he's he's got so much time and um, belief in young players. So um, it is. It was great to be with them three, but. Probably one that sticks out is Cody uh, Walker in terms of Latrell, obviously, as well. Um, but Cody, I, I've been playing with Cody for a long time now and um, playing outside him is probably why he sticks out for me as well because um, I know, you know, sort of how his brain works on a footy field and it's mental, just what he sees and how he um, reacts and just how he makes players around him better. Oh, is, he, is he the most naturally gifted player you've seen? Yeah, I'd say he's... Probably he's probably the smartest player that I played with um, yeah. on a football field. Naturally gifted, you know, it's probably Latrell or um, yeah. maybe Greg. Um, but yeah, in terms of like footy smarts, yeah, he's, he's, he's all over. So well, yeah, right? he's it is like kind of having like a coach out there and an attack. Yeah. He's coaching the indigenous all He is, yeah, yeah. And I think you know, it's, if he can, you know, um, stay calm, then he'd be a great coach. <laughs> That is true. Who did you yeah. look up to growing up as a kid? You mentioned B-Moles before. Yeah. Was he yeah. the main one? Yeah, Brett Morris um, stands out. I used to love how he played, especially when he played for like New South Wales and yeah. Australia. Um, but I, I did I did used to love watching Greg Inglis play. Um, Surely Gaznia would have been up there. Gaz, yeah. What <laughs> 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 time Dragons fan? <laughs> you still um, go for it. Tell me this off here. <laughs> he hasn't um, changed, has he? Just still chug, chug, chug. What, what was um, it like coming up against Moore's? Obviously, you looked up to him. And yeah. Person uh, him. Yeah, that was wild. Um, I mean, I think I told him I had a fanboy moment after the game. <laughs> I told him that he was, you know, my favourite player growing up and, um, you know, super chilled and humble about it. It was yeah. cool. Um, but, yeah, that that was mad. Um, I remember the Morris Twins were playing on the same side. Oh, that would have been so, good. Yeah. yeah it, it was, <laughs> what the difference? Yeah. <laughs> it was, um, you know, as sort of daunting as it was, it was it was heaps cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we mentioned you had a great year, 2022. At the end of the year, you got called up into the Kangaroo squad. Yeah. What was it like being in camp with obviously the best players in the NRL? And yeah. Was there anyone who stood out for you while you were there? Um. Yeah, first of all, it was a very humbling um, experience for myself. Obviously, it was my first proper taste of rep footy and yeah. it was playing for Australia, which is, you know, for me, it's the highest honour I can have representing my country. And it was probably something that I'd always aspired for but didn't expect to come – sorry, didn't expect to come um, so early early on. Yeah. Um, but, you know, looking around that sort of locker room – uh, it was crazy, you know. Everywhere you look is just superstars and, yeah. um, you know, great players. And I think we had, you know, over, you know, heaps of captains in that team and just leaders of their club and everyone's sort of um, at such a high standard. And it was pretty – I was pretty nerve-wracking heading into the first training session. You yeah. sort of want to try and make sure you're catching every ball and uh, probably overthinking it a little bit. Um, but – yeah, the overall experience was 10 out of 10. I loved it. Is there a lot of banter amongst like, obviously there's a lot of Penrith players and they've kicked us out of the prelims a few times. Yeah, yeah, so do yeah. they ever give it to you? Or nah, like nah, they don't actually. Um, yeah, to be fair, like once you're in those sort of, um, once you're in those environments, mm. club footy sort of 
everyone out of the equation. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's it's all about bonding and winning a World Cup is you know everyone's goal and um, it's about trying to become a team you know as quickly as you can and bond. So um, yeah, none of that banner was thrown around, but uh, yeah, it's good. Is there any players that stood out while you were there? Yeah, yeah. Um, probably, you know, Jack Whiten. We used to do a lot of extras together um, after sessions and um, just the intensity that he trains and obviously he plays yeah. with. He's all set and, you know, he's, uh, goes that hard and that's uh, the type of player that I respect. It's someone who just, you know, would get their hands dirty and does all the hard stuff. So, um, and yeah, just, uh, you know, after training, just doing extras with him and, uh, he's a great bloke off the field too. He's a very nice man. What type of extras were you doing? Just, just sort of passing and passing, just on the field, passing, yeah. kicking, catching, just sort of um, all that kind of stuff. And even though, you know, I was only playing two games out of the series, he always had time for me. And, yeah. you know, he'd be playing and he'd be like, well, what, is there anything you want to do? And That's awesome. Um, Love yeah. mentor. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. cool. It was Thank mad, you. yeah. Um, did, so Mal Meninga was the coach. Did he give you the call up and let you know that you're playing? No, it was actually um, Mark Ellison, who's yeah. the head of football at South, which, to be fair, was probably more, um, you know, it's probably probably cooler coming from Ello. Um, you know, yeah. Ello's, I've known Ello since, you know, I was coming through the juniors and, um, you know, we have a very good relationship. So, um, you know, to hear it from him, he was obviously stoked for myself. And, yeah, yeah it was, it was, it was yeah, that was a mad moment. I don't know how you can script this better, but... So you made your Australian debut mm. against your old club, Scotland, mm. where your dad's from, mm. and then you played the match in Coventry where your mum grew up. Yeah. Is that the most special feeling in your yeah, career? Yeah, it was so wild. Yeah, it was <laughs> It was mad. Like, just how it all played out, like you just said. Um, obviously, uh, before I got picked for Australia, I, I thought I was going to be playing for Scotland, and, um, you know, I'd even had that game penciled in against Australia. Yeah. I thought that'd be such a cool occasion. Yeah, get a meat pie, I guess, yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just to be playing in Coventry, like you said, my mum's hometown, which, you know, there's not much doing there, but it was <laughs> it was, it was was pretty cool. Um, and my mum had a lot of friends uh, that she hadn't seen in like 20-odd years come out to the game and show yeah, support, awesome. which was cool. And I was able to meet, um, you know, my niece who uh, was 18, but I'd never met her before. Um, and, you know, I had other aunties that I'd never met before and uncles, so and they all came out and showed heaps of love and support. And, um, yeah, that was probably, you know, one of the best nights of my life, to be fair. 100%. And then he scored a lazy three tries as well. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's not that hard when you're playing on the wing for a try. <laughs> Just get oh, the ball and put it down. Too humble, Campbell, too humble. <laughs> but more importantly, how did it feel earning the Emus cap after that Lebanon game? Yeah, that was, you know, the best moment of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was... Um, how did that come about, like what the Emu cap? Yeah, yeah what is so... It? came up with that idea? I don't know, but it's, I, I know that it's been around for a while. I remember first hearing about it from Dane Gagai. Um, yeah, and I think it would have been 2018 he was telling me about it when we used to room together but um, and from that moment I just dreamt of being an emu <laughs> <laughs> it was um, yeah so basically there's the 19 in the squad that play or warm up yeah. each week and the five boys that aren't in the 19 go out the night before and get blind pretty much <laughs> <laughs> in whatever town you're in That's so hectic. it was so cool um and it's such a, I reckon it's such a cool tradition and uh, it is such a big part of rugby league, you know, is, is having, you know, being able to celebrate with your mates and yeah, your teammates 100%. And I think, you know, it just brings you closer and, um, you know, it's, it was really cool. It gives, you know, the boys who aren't playing something to sort of get excited about as well. Yeah. And, um, 
yeah, so I had my first cap, um, <laughs> my emu cap, um, <laughs> um, after the Lebanon game. So was it? Yeah, it was the Lebanon game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the Lebanon game. So the night before the Lebanon game, which was played in Leeds, I believe. Um, we were in Leeds and then we got an Uber all the way to, oh, where is it? Mate, I don't expect you to remember this if you're getting shit. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> we got a 45 minute Uber ride Jeez. to some other town and um, spent the night there. It was mad. And then um, we went. I went back to back after that too with um, <laughs> yeah, the the, yeah, after the win. Maybe so. it's clubbing in Europe. Yeah, it's it unreal. It's different. It's so good. <laughs> Who was uh, the king of the Knights? Um, yeah, so Murray Talangi was, you know, captain of the Emus. He had the most, <laughs> he had the most caps. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he was very impressive and took us all under his wing. And um, <laughs> by the end, I think he, he didn't want to borrow the emus, but he just had to for the boys. So, yeah. um, was it usually the same blokes? Or? Yeah, well, back end it was. Yeah. Um, because obviously coming into the finals, they had their sort of team. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the crew was me, Matt Burton, Lindsay Collins, Murray Talangi and Jeremiah. Jeremiah and I. What a crew. It was, a, a, crew. It was a great crew. Who's yeah, <laughs> the most times. surprising on the drink? Someone that might shock us. That might shock you. Daily Cherry Evans is pretty loose. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. He's uh he loves it. Ben Hunt. Hunty, yeah. Ben Hunt's pretty That's loose. Um yeah, Cam Murray, I always say is like probably the one that surprises a lot of people. Like once he he like I know a lot of people say that they have you know, alter egos, but he literally like is a wild boy. <laughs> completely to, different person. Completely different person. He's so well spoken, so yeah. like thought thought out. Yeah, he, he's bullied me on the last three Mad Mondays for going home before him. So, leading <laughs> yeah, yeah. by example, what a yeah, skipper. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, what are some goals and aspirations? Obviously, the twenty twenty three season coming up. What's the perfect year look like for Campbell Graham? What's maybe the next five years as well? A perfect year, um, Premiership for yep. sure. Um, Top of the list. Yeah, definitely. I think yeah, from nearly every footy player winning a premiership's got to be the number one. Um, you know, it's boys that you train with, you know, for nearly every day of your year, you know, and the, the boys that you build relationships with and, you know, there's no one that I want to share success more success more for uh, with and boys that are at South and obviously doing it for, you know, blokes like yourselves who obviously – our club is such a big part of your life and, um, you know, you give so much to us and, uh, you know, it really does inspire us, you know, seeing, um, you know, people from the local community and to win a premiership for people like that who, uh, you know, the club means so much to them, you know, it would be extremely humbling and, um, you know, just the army camp that we did and we ran around and we had a lot of old boys come and talk to us, you know, from all the way through the night, all the way till 9am we had, you know, every hour there was an old boy that would come and talk to us um, between, you know, things that we, um, you know, activities that we're doing and they, they just, you know, installed how much this club is and that it's bigger than us. Yeah. Um, you know, it's bigger than us as a playing group. It's, you know, represents the area and South Sydney. So winning a premiership is, you know, definitely number one. Um, obviously there's individual accolades that can come off the back of a successful year. Um, obviously origin. origin would be one and... Uh, I'd love to get a taste of that arena, but you know, I'll just just have to keep playing good footy for South. So, um, and that's my that's my ambition at the moment. Um, 
Yeah, hundred percent right about the community because you see prelims times, finals times. You see us are in it. There's red and green flags yeah. all over the area. Yeah, I remember. There's still like even on my street in Kingsford, there's still bunny rabbits. You know, painted yeah, the on white the bunny rabbits. Yeah, which is so sick. And you know, every every so often you'll see a wall. There's one in Malabar where there's like a red and green wall with a bunny, and there's like you know you see garage doors with yeah. like dedicated to South and the John Sutton murals around yeah. here somewhere. Inglis is there. Yeah. Like it's, it's part of the area. It's yeah. DNA. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, just to be able to bring that success to South Sydney where I grew up would just be, you know, unreal. And how are the boys looking for the 2023 season? Yeah. Is, it, is everyone just ready? Is everyone just hungry? Yeah. This time of year, like everyone's just sort of chomping at the bit to just get into it. Um, mm. you know, it's a long preseason and, um, you know, it's funny, at the end of the year, you feel pretty battered and you're ready for a break, but it doesn't take long till that hunger st- hunger starts again to get back into it and, um, yeah, chase that premiership. So, okay. Well, hopefully it's the year. Yeah. It's the year <laughs> of the rabbits. That's so it. I definitely think it's the year. Yeah. Uh, let's do one of my favourite segments. It's called This or That. So yeah. we completely ripped it off. Would you rather? Yeah. So it's pretty much would you rather. <laughs> Play for Australia or New South Wales? Well, New South Wales now because I've already – Ticked Australia. Smart, smart answer. I like smart. that. Play at Old Trafford or Redfern Oval? Oh, Redfern Oval. Redfern, 100%. <laughs> Good answer. Um, who's the best lock, Murray or Yo? Murray, my boy. <laughs> Would you rather go the Warriors or Dolphins? Oh, Dolphins. Just Why? area and Sin. obviously I have a relationship with Wayne. That's cool. true. That is yeah. true. Love it. Jimmy, take us over. Playing or penalty? Yep. Yeah, well, this is the best segment of right. the Castle Trail playing on penalty. Pretty self-explanatory, but players moving from South to Roosters or vice versa, playing on penalty? Penalty, for sure. <laughs> Would you Big go as rubber. far as Sinbinium or on yeah. report or? Yeah, sent off. <laughs> um, having 17 teams in the NRL, playing or penalty? Or play Get on. a week off? Play on, yeah. Play on. Yeah? Yeah, I like it. What do you like about it? I like the extra buy helps, but yep. um, I think just trying to grow the game as much as you can is pretty cool too. Would you want an 18 team like Perth or anything? Or the Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see North Sydney Bears or something. Yeah, that'd be cool as well, having a North Sydney Bears, but there's obviously a fair few um, Sydney-based teams. I'd yeah. like to or see. PNG Hunters, that'd be something cool. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think like, uh, yeah, a Perth team or something like that would be pretty yeah. cool. That'd be sick. All right. The last segment, which is actually the best segment. <laughs> but we are conscious of time. We thank you for coming on. No but we have a quiz about your career. How yeah. well do you think you know your career? Yeah, pretty well. Oh, well let's see. <laughs> okay. we, we start off easy and then we try and stump you later on. All right. All right. Question number one. Which opposition did you score your first ever NRL hat-trick? Oh, hat-trick. Against? Melbourne Storm. Ooh, yeah. correct. Bonus yeah. points for uh, the year. 2019. Bang. Oh, Cent- Central Coast Stadium, South 16, Melbourne 26, and uh, you scored all the tries. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> King. Left wing. <laughs> left wing. Is that left wing left just golden? <laughs> it's just golden. Yeah. Uh, question number two. So as we spoke before, you're one of the biggest chests in the NRL. <laughs> so the question is, which NRL player has the record for the heaviest bench press in the NRL? Sheesh. Is it um, Greg Marzu? Ooh, Ooh, he's second. He's, a beast, he's yeah. second. No, who is it? So it's Royce Hunt from the Cronulla Sharks. He does 200 kgs for three reps. That's actually which, That's crazy. Which translates to, for those that want to do the one rep maths, 215 kilos. 
Holy oh, hell. He's, oh, that he's incredible. Oh, that's wild. He's, yeah, he definitely has like the widest chest. But don't worry, you're, you're second after Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, take that one back. <laughs> Number three, one of your best assets on the field is your defense. So we want to know, what is the most amount of tackles you've ever made in a single game? Oh, that's tough. Um, four. We'll give or take one. Alright, uh, 26. Oh, <laughs> hang on. You did it in round one versus the Brisbane Broncos in the 2022 season. Oh. So that left edge had Kurt Catewell, Herbie Farmworth, and Corey Oates on it. So you were tackling them all day. Mm. This one will rattle him. Go, Mick. <laughs> so we just touched on one of your nicknames is Herb. Yeah. So how many herbs and spices are used in KFC's original fried chicken recipe? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Macca's man. Herb's your nickname. Yeah, it is. Um, three? It's 11. 11. So oh, they've been serving the world famous fried chicken since 1930 and they've kept the same 11 herbs and spices, but no one knows what they are. There you go. Well, we love our Maccas. What's your go to Maccas order? Yeah, yeah, after nearly every game, I'll get a large triple cheeseburger meal. Large, large triple cheeseburger? Nuggets? Yeah. How many nuggets? Ah, uh, just six. Yeah. Just I'm six. not a massive fan of the Nuggets. Really? Guys. Yeah, I'm more oh. of a fries man. No way. Mate, yeah. that's all he loves. He sees the, <laughs> he sees the Nuggets that have, come up on have TV. Have you tried the Nuggets dipping in aioli and sweet and sour? I have not. Please do it all and right. get back to it. <laughs> all right, final, final one. We end on a bit of a high. Which NRL team do you have the best win percentage against and record? Clue, you've never lost to this team in seven games. Dragons. Ooh, incorrect. You actually lost to the Dragons last year. Remember, it was the blowout oh, or the back end. Yeah. But, but you're right because before that, it was eight out of eight. Yeah, yeah. all right. Wait, let me have another go. At right least then. we know he's not match fixing against <laughs> this team. Oh, um, seven out of seven. Seven out of seven. Is it the Warriors? Ooh, Warriors are six out of six. You never lost to. They're second most. Sheesh. I'll give um, you one more guess. All right, give me one more. We'll give you a clue. Not that you know, but it's Jimmy's favorite team. Oh. I don't know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was surprised by this. No. The North Queensland Cowboys. Really? You've never yeah. lost a game to them. Seven Ridiculous. out of seven wins. That's Titans wild. was five out of five. So yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, so for those um, listening at home, if you ever plays Cowboys, back in the win. <laughs> yeah, a few close ones there. A yeah. Few field goals yeah, there. I would have thought we. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The best yeah. one was a Renault field goal like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Like, just before work time. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was gone. Yeah, good grass. But yeah, that's the Campbell Graham quiz. You went pretty well. I think three out of five. Yeah, I'll take Not too pass. bad. It's a pass. It's fast. <laughs> but we do thank you very much for coming on and uh, being another guest of the Castrol podcast. And, no uh, loved every second of it. Cheers. Thanks for having me, guys. And wish you the best for the 2023 season. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. See you guys. See you guys. Hope you enjoyed. See you later.